Hi, I'm Natalie Nowak, and you're listening to On My Way to a BFA. This podcast chronicles my experiences as I go through the process of getting my BFA in musical theater at the Hart School. It has been quite a while since I've put out an episode, but I'm back, I'm here, and I'm ready to tell you all about my junior year. I feel like it's gone by really quickly, but it has been my favorite so far out of all three years that I have experienced here at the Hart School. Um, I think things are starting to come together and really make sense. There were certain things that I learned in acting classes or voice and speech classes my freshman and sophomore year that I could apply only in the context of what I knew back then. But now that I have a more well-rounded view of musical theater as an art form, I feel like I'm able to apply those things more now than I ever could before, so that is really cool. I'd like to start by talking about the difference between my first two years and this year of college. So I think the main difference is that now I get to be in the main stage shows, whereas I did crew assignments freshman year and then projects sophomore year that were not open to the public. So basically freshman year, I was on run crew. I did costume crew. You can go back to podcasts where I talked about all of that before, but then sophomore year, we did the sophomore projects, which were plays and musicals, but only open to students and faculty. And now it's time for the main stages. When I was a freshman and then when I was a sophomore, I was a little frustrated about the process of doing crew assignments and then doing shows that are not open to the public. But looking back, I see exactly why they structure it that way. I think as a freshman, if if the Hart School were to do what a lot of other BFA programs do, which is put freshmen into the main stage shows or at least have them audition for them. I just don't think, first of all, I definitely was not ready for the caliber of of work that we have to do on the the main stages. And I, I just think that I would have been thrown into something that would not have served me at the time because I think you need to, I think unless you're going into a program as someone who has been singing, dancing, and acting their entire life, and you're basically Broadway ready when you go into school, which a lot of people are. I just don't, I just don't think that it's very productive to take someone who's still learning and, and put them at the same level of work as the juniors and seniors, because I needed to learn so much that it just would not have been a good situation. I would have been in way over my head. So now I really appreciate that we started with crew assignments, then moved our way up to sophomore projects, and now can be in shows that are that are open to the public. Um, I think it, I think it gives all of the students a better work ethic, and I think it really makes you appreciate more uh, what has to happen behind the scenes for you to do what you do as an actor. So looking back, it's a good thing. Let's talk about auditioning for main stages. This year's first semester shows were Sweet Charity and Nonsense, and I knew right when they announced them that I was probably better suited for Sweet Charity. So I geared my audition song towards that show. I sang one song from Sweet Charity and another song in the style of the show, but from a different musical. And it kind of depends on what the audition requirements are that year. For example, this year, the shows that I'm about to audition for 
in a couple days, actually, we're doing Brigadoon and Anyone Can Whistle. And this semester, we're not allowed to sing from the shows. So it kind of just depends on the requirements each semester. But going back to Sweet Charity, there was also a dance audition, which was a very long, complicated combination to the song There's Gotta Be Something Better Than This from Sweet Charity. And it was it was tough, but it was fun. Thank you, Ralph Perkins. Um, anyways, when the audition process was over, a couple weeks later, I found out that I was cast in the ensemble of Sweet Charity. And this was my first ever main stage show at heart, and it was so fun. It was kind of strange, though, being an upperclassman and seeing the freshmen working as the costume crew or run crew or whatever they were doing. And it really brought me back to when I was a little freshman and how much I looked up to the juniors and seniors. I just thought the upperclassmen were so cool when I was a freshman. Uh, but one funny story from that is most recently I was in the ensemble of All Shook Up this past semester and... I remember going backstage and seeing the freshmen and I they were all they were ordering food, they were using their Uber Eats app and I went up to them and I said, "Listen, I just want you to know that you're very lucky." And I'm going to sound like a grandma right now when I tell you this, but when I was a freshman, we did not have Uber Eats. We didn't we didn't have anything like this. We couldn't we weren't even allowed to order food when I was a freshman. Like we had to just sit there silently we could not be on our phones we couldn't be doing these uber eats things and i said so you are lucky the technology has advanced and you can now do this but just think you know two years ago we had no uber eats and it was just a sad backstage life anyways so that is that's my story but yeah so i'm happy to be in the main stages now <laughs> Now, moving on to academics. Like I said before, junior year is very academic. Not only did I take a bunch of liberal arts courses through the University of Hartford for my general education requirements, but my heart school classes also required a ton of academic work that I did not expect going into it. But alas, here we are. One class that I really enjoyed was the history of music theater. This class covers the entire history of the art form starting way back in ancient Greece and up through ballad opera to French and Viennese opera as well as Gilbert and Sullivan, vaudeville, reviews, revusicals, the golden age, the demise of the rock musical, Sondheim, the British invasion, jukebox musicals, Disney, and everything up to the present day. And this class is only one semester, so that is, that's a lot. It's a lot of information, but I realized that I'm such a nerd about that. So it was really fun. And over the course of the semester, we also learned and were tested on about 150 songs from 1907 until today and their respective composers, lyricists, what shows they were from, as well as the year. Obviously, we didn't have all of those songs on one test. It was dispersed um, in shorter tests throughout the semester. I feel like because I can apply it to my field of study, it's not like in high school where I'd have to learn something for, you know, a an earth science test or biology or whatever and not actually remember it. I actually remember these things even now that the class is over. So uh, that's, that's good. And I really loved this class because I feel like I have a well-rounded view of musical theater and I have an in-depth understanding of tons of composers and lyricists and why they wrote what they wrote, which 
I believe gives way to a greater appreciation of the story behind whichever song I choose to sing at an audition. So I just, that's just something that I, that I really enjoyed about that class. Now, one class that I did not enjoy is a class called Caribbean Mosaic. No, this is not a class where you make lovely mosaics of the Caribbean Sea. This is the history of everything that happened in the Caribbean from the beginning of time, okay? Now listen, this sounds like, like, wow, this would be so cool to learn about. Yes, you would think. You would think that this would be really great. But let me tell you, it, it just wasn't because my teacher would stand at the front of the room and hold this piece of paper that had all the information on it and he would just read the bullet points. And I'd be sitting here every Monday night from 5 p.m. to 7.20. That's a lot of time to be sitting in one place, for me at least. So I'd sit there and I'd listen to him read the bullet points and then sometimes he'd go back to the to the previous bullet points and I'd be like, oh my gosh. I've, I've heard, I've heard this five times. It was just not a good situation, but you know what? I got my history requirement out of the way. So that's all that matters. That's really all that matters at the end of the day. It was just kind of not a great end to my Mondays, but it's okay because I never have to take it again. So it's all good. Okay. Now let's talk about something that I actually really loved, which was going to Broadway Con. This was such a cool experience because last year I did a segment every Monday on Today on Broadway, here on Broadway Radio, where I would talk about the theatrical schedule for the upcoming week. And we got into this discussion around, I think it was around the time of Broadway Con last year. And I said on the podcast that I just want to be on a panel at Broadway Con. That's that's all I want. And I had no idea last year when I said that that it would actually happen the following year. I think these things are so cool. I just never would have guessed that I'd be doing that, but I did. So, we did a Broadway radio panel at Broadway Con 2019, and it was such a great experience. It was so cool to see some of our listeners there. And it reminded me that what we do here on the podcast does actually reach people and impact them in some way. And I think it's important to remember that because it makes this whole experience of creating a podcast much more meaningful. Because, you know, I'm right now I'm sitting in my room talking into my microphone and there's no one here. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, I don't. I almost didn't believe that people listened until I went there and I was like, oh yes, people people do listen to this. In fact, when we were in the green room right before our panel, Robbie Roselle was there. Now he knows Matt and James, so they were, you know, they're friends, they're there, but I I didn't know him. I only knew him from social media. I never met him, but I introduced myself and he said, Oh my gosh, I love you on the pod. And listen, people, this is a big deal, okay? Because Robbie Roselle, if you're listening, I think you're fantastic. I would also love it if maybe someday in about 10 years, if you could produce my album, because I just think you're great. And I think I think we could be best friends. Anyways, that was a cool moment because not only did I realize that what I 
am putting out there is reaching people who are curious about BFA programs, but it's also reaching people in the industry who they don't have to be listening to this. Like they have so much going on in their lives. It just, it just made my day to know that, that people of that caliber take the time to listen. So I just think that's really cool. My other favorite part of BroadwayCon was going to Queen Leslie Margarita's panel. She is hilarious and inspirational, and I have been a huge fan for many years. So it was really cool to see her in person and hear what she had to say about the business and auditioning and just life as a performer in general. So overall, BroadwayCon was super fun and such a wonderful opportunity, and I would definitely love to do it again. One of my other favorite parts of this semester has been interning at TheaterWorks in Hartford. You may remember one of my episodes from season one of this podcast where I interviewed three cast members of Next to Normal at TheaterWorks, and that is where I'm currently interning because the Hart School has a partnership with this theater, and they're such a great theater. If you live in Connecticut anywhere or New York or any of the surrounding areas, you have to see a show at TheaterWorks. Just, it's just fantastic work. Every single show is top-notch, so you should you should come see a show here. Um, anyway, so I do front-of-house things such as handing out programs, showing people to their seats, as well as some occasional box office work. And the great thing about this is that I am earning EMC points, which stands for Equity Membership Candidate. And this is a big deal, folks, okay? Let me tell you why. Because it's allowing me to work towards getting my equity card, which we will talk about more as, well, actually, probably next year. We're going to talk about it a lot on here because um, I'd like to get that equity card sometime soon. But there's a whole thing about getting to the number of points. Anyways, we will uncover all of the equity mysteries next season on On My Way to BFA. Okay, now... Let's talk about my spring break. I went to New York City to see some shows, and I also helped out with the Heart Senior Showcase, which was held at New World Stages. If you don't know what showcase is, many of the top BFA programs have a showcase in New York each year for the seniors, and it's a chance for us to perform in front of industry professionals, such as agents, managers, casting directors, Natalie Weiss. She was there. I don't know why. Don't ask me. I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out, but it's fine. We don't have to talk about it. Anyways, they asked some of the juniors to come and assist with certain things like greeting and checking in agents, organizing the files that contain the seniors' headshots and resumes and all those good things. And then we got to watch the showcase. Now, this was super helpful since I'll be performing in my senior showcase next year, which is just mind-boggling. And as someone who tends to get a little nervous about situations of which I am unsure, it was great to see firsthand what goes into putting on the showcase from the moment the agents enter the building, so I could really see the entire process. It was fun. And then also, when I was in New York, I saw Shoshana Bean's first performance back on Broadway as Jenna in Waitress, and I mean, of course it was fantastic. Like, you, you, you know, you've seen the YouTube videos. You've seen, you've seen the things. So you know what I mean. I, I may or may not be seeing Waitress again next week because you know what? You gotta, 
you got to take these opportunities when they happen. Let's talk more about school. I just registered for my first semester senior year classes, and I will be taking math this summer because I'm going to be a part-time student next year. And in order to make the credits line up for being part-time, I'm taking math this summer. I have to do it because I'm a musical theater major. So clearly math is super, super important in my, you know, the grand scheme of my career. Because, you know, we all know that if I, if I want to ever be able to belt higher, I really need to know the quadratic equation. Like it's just, it's just that thing that is gonna like help me book Alphaba. Doing that this summer. <laughs> and uh, I will be a part-time student next semester, which means we're paying per credit, okay? This is a good thing. Um, and I'll have a very light schedule class-wise, so I'll get to work during most of my days to save some money because I'm moving to New York when I graduate and New York is expensive. But next season of this podcast is really going to be focused a lot on career prep and that sort of thing. So stay tuned. Uh, If there's anyone that you would like me to interview, just let me know and maybe we'll throw out one more episode this season. We'll see how it goes. So I hope that you enjoyed this little recap of my junior year. I definitely did a lot and I feel ready for senior year. I feel scared, but when you're in an uncomfortable place and you're feeling scared, there is so much growth that's going to happen there. So I just have to do it and, and I'm looking forward to it. and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Natalie underscore Noack. That's N-O-A-C-K. Make sure you're following Broadway Radio on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and you can reach out to me with any feedback or questions. Bye!